So I bought uh, cinnamon rolls, right? Sure. And I was like, my dad asked for cinnamon rolls. Are these, so store-bought cinnamon rolls? We're not talking like Pillsbury. No, no, no. Store-bought cinnamon rolls. And I'm like, okay, well, just don't eat more than one a day. And then I go back out there, three are gone. <laughs> Sorry. In my mind, all I'm thinking of is this is like a cartoon. And you literally like went into one room, came back 30 seconds later, and there's three of them are gone. Well, he ate one like right away, right when we got home. And I bought him pork rinds too, and he did a bag of those. Whoa. Can I? Okay. I'm, I have to be completely honest here. Uh, let's get real for a second, Grant. Okay, let me I, let me I, let me I, undo I, my suspenders sure. and undo the top button. Okay. Roll up my Make sleeves. Sure... I'm turning my chair backwards and I'm putting my hands on top of the chair back. Good, good. And make sure that your monocle is securely fastened because it is about to fall out. I have never had a pork rind in my life. Neither have I. <laughs> they look uh, disgusting. The only reason I ever knew they existed was because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Me too. And so there was some other show that talked about pork rinds. Oh, it might have been like Garfield or something like that. I don't know. This is my only references is from Saturday morning cartoons. Who was um, who was Garfield's girlfriend? What was her name? Selena Kyle. Normal. No, Normal was not his girlfriend. That was another stupid cat that he hated. I think they were love. Oh, they got they went down to Bone Town. Is what you're saying? Well, they hated each other, as in the way like grade school people. Oh, that, you know? that sex had been so good though. That hatred flowing through them. Well, I never saw. I, well, you never see a cat's penis like you do a dog's penis. Oh, you have just have to look harder, there, Grant. Like pick them up and spread the hair around. Yeah, I mean they're gonna claw your face, but you, you're you're still gonna see it. You'll still you'll see what they're packing. This is probably an awkward time to tell you that I do write Garfield and Normal fan fiction. I. J- John is dead. Is my is my pen name. So fifty cats of gray. 50 Cats of Grey, that's right. I'm into cat bondage. And uh, don't judge me, man. Don't yuck my yum. Garfield shoves lasagna down Normal's throat. Oh, man, yeah. I'm into Voreen as well. It's great. What is that? I think we discussed this a few weeks ago. I know, but uh, I Vorine, still don't remember. Voreen is essentially where your turn on, your kink, so to say, is to be eaten. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, so if you watch the anime Attack on Titan, you were fighting with like this great dramatic uh, piece of art, but also a raging boner at the same time. Horrible. Welcome to whatever this is. This is the podcast where two guys sit down and try and discover whatever this is. My name is Kyle, and this is Grant will never be a Vore Tingly. I'll never remember what Voring is. Ever. Never will me- Sorry, this is Grant. We'll never remember what a vor is, Tingly. I know what a bull weevil is. It's a, it's a bug of some kind. No, I think it's like a rodent. Is it really? I don't know. It eats cotton. Yeah, it's, it's a bug. It's like a scarab. Like a, it's a beetle. Well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm checking my notes here. Let me just uh, pull up the old information book. Yeah, the bull weevil is a beetle which feeds on cotton buds and flowers. Thought to be native to central Mexico, it migrated into the United States from Mexico in the late 19th century and has infested all dot 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 Wikipedia. That's what Google tells me. But it's also a they are not a they might be giants, a president of the United States of America song. Sure. That's very different groups to just confused, by the way. Not that t- different. I, I would say 
very different. But uh, we're, this is not a music podcast, Grant. We are here to discuss a few different topics. This was delayed a couple of times, uh, mostly due to my fault. Uh, we normally on this show. And thank, go- play a thank game. goodness I woke up, man. <laughs> thank goodness. Sometimes we play a game. And then we move into some topics that each of us has picked uh, and then figure out if we've learned anything this week. Grant, though, let's start this way. Is there a game that you've prepared for me? There is. Games! Oh, good. So what is the game this week? I'm going to do the IMDb Top Movies game. I think this is the last three times we've done this. Well, I just like it. Yeah, it's good. I'm terrible at it, which is probably why you keep picking it. Well, last, last time we played a game, you were really good at it. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, let's uh, let's let's for the audience at home. Can you rattle off what the rules are? Well, there are four top movies or TV shows on the top of the IMDb page for actors and directors. So I'm going to read those four off. Every time I read one of them, you get one chance to answer. And of course, you're going from fourth to first because yes. that's usually what makes it harder. Yes. <sighs> okay, I'm ready. How many of these do you have? Three. Three of them. Okay, let's jump right in. A movie that was on my top ten list a few years ago. But sorry, by the way, remember we have to make this fill forty-five minutes of time. A movie that was on my top ten list five, four years ago in two thousand. Okay, good. Two thousand thirteen. Well, it was. We did two thousand thirteen and two thousand fourteen. Stoker. Stoker. Oh boy, uh, Matthew Good. Hey, I can't believe you knew who was in that. I know that's that's a that's a that's amazing. Am I correct though? No. Okay, great. I could not tell you who else is in that movie, so I'm sorry. Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay, is it Nicole Kidman? Solo, a Star Wars story. Alden Ehrenreich. There you go. Oh. The last two are beautiful creatures and Hail Caesar. Uh, I would have gotten the Hail Caesar when we finally got there. But there's not the. Um... Because he was, I believe he was in that uh, Warren Beatty, Howard Hughes movie. Oh, yeah. What was that one called? No, I guess he wasn't. Oh, no, rules don't apply. There he is. Did I see that? Did I see that, Grant? I don't think so. Does that start Richard Gere, or am I thinking of something different? No, that's Warren Beatty. Oh, right, okay. All right. Okay. Zombieland. Um... Oh, gosh. Jesse Eisenberg. You're going to get it right now. Natural Born Killers. Oh. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, his name, famous famous actor, uh, was Woody on Cheers. Um, oh, God. Why am I blanking on his name? Woody Harrelson. There you go. The last two are The People versus... By the way, sorry, sorry. Can I just go back there? Rewind the tape, Frank. Okay, good. We've rewound the tape. Uh, l- listen to what I just said. He was Woody on Cheers, and I still had a tough time. <laughs> it's because you're stupid. <laughs> there we go. The last two were The People versus Larry Flint and True Detective. Mm. Do you think he'll ever win his Oscar? No. I think he'll get a supporting actor at some point. He's been nominated like four or five times. Okay, here we go. Daredevil. And, I, and that, by the way... That just grinds Ted Danson's gears. He hates it. He hates Woody Harrelson. Does he so really? Much. I have no idea. Oh, okay. That sounds like something Ted Danson would do because he's such a dick. He holds a grudge. Can you hold a grudge? Is a grudge I can a hold thing? A grudge too, but 
do you call your dick your grudge? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I call that Stoker. Do you swaddle Stoker? I do, a little bit. Well, you don't want his arms flannel around. And some, and some bandages. How did you know about my opposable thumb down there? <laughs> you, I, I've seen pictures. Oh, okay. And by pictures, I mean the hidden cameras in your house. I have a prehensile dick, okay? God. I've seen you. I've one time on the podcast, and that's all that anyone ever wants to talk about. I've seen you hanging from your pull-up bar. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Daredevil, the movie, not the TV show. Right, right. I, I assumed. I assumed. Um, what is her name? I'm going to guess it is Miss Alias. Whatever. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, Terrence Howard. Swingers. Oh boy! Oh boy! Matt Damon, chef. Oh, it's gonna be um, John Favreau. There you go. All three of those are in Solo, a Star Wars story. John Favreau yeah. is in Solo. He's a voice of somebody. <laughs> mm, I see. All right. Well, that was our game. Uh, hopefully, you had a fun time playing at home as well. Yeah. Let's get right into our topic. He's the voice of Rio Durant. No one knows who that is, even people who've seen the film. Let's jump right into the topics. Let's keep on this idea of Star Wars. Grant, push you know, it. push it, push it real good. Ah, push it. Is that salt? Push and it real good. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's been so. stuck but, in my head for like six hours. So I'm going to do something that you should never do and retell a joke by a comedian. Uh, I recently watched the John Mulaney special called Kid Gorgeous at Radio City Music Hall. And he recounts this story about the time that he was a writer, the head writer, at Saturday Night Live. And he said his favorite guest of all time was Sir Patrick Stewart. And it was because of the way that he introduced the musical guest, which was Salt and Peppa. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it justice. You should really see it. But he's like, and this is how he introduced them. Salt. And Peppa! Okay, you missed half the joke. He's like... I know. Um, oh, no, you, were you going to keep going? No, no, that's that, that is the, that's just the setup to the joke. But I just like how he's able to inflect and sound like uh, Patrick Stewart in just like a, you know, a two-second bit. But did you notice when he, uh, when he introduced... I'm, I'm making a lot of noise. Yeah, you're typing furiously there on your keyboard. No, I'm putting socks on because my feet are sweating. Okay. Um, when John Mulaney hosts the first musical, the first time the musical guest came out, he he did it exactly like that. Oh, that's so funny. Who was the musical guest? I can't even remember now. Salt and Pepper. It was not. Push it. <laughs> uh, push it really push it. good. <sighs> so, anyways, keeping on this theme of Star Wars. See, I, I, much... I was talking to my friend David Blanchard. Okay, so it's going to be one of these episodes where we just never get to the topics. Okay, and, go on. And go he on. came down to San Diego a couple months ago. Why? Him and Brandon to visit me. Okay, sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, why? <laughs> and so, for a vacation. Okay, okay cool, cool. I just forced myself into it. Mm -hmm. Like sex. No, don't. That's, we're going to be talking about that later on, too. <laughs> like that's, Harvey that's Weinstein, apparently. Like Morgan Freeman, apparently. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that, though. <laughs> oh, I hope he narrated. Oh, I don't. <laughs> um... Oh, so there we had a, a Lyft driver who was the weirdest person I've ever seen in my life. His name is Dino. 
and uh, it is not there's not his his christian name yeah. there's no D-I-N-O. way d-i-n-o oh like that yeah i thought I, I in my mind i was thinking of course like friends of the show the um wonderful actors that are over there on supernatural entering its 85th season this year it's gonna be great uh but one of their characters is dean d-e-a-n so i thought it was like dean and then with an o at the end so uh he there's an there's a wrestler called dino bravo from quebec way back in the 80s that just that has nothing at all to do with anything just thought you'd you'd like that but he talked about how uh he was he was about to have sex with a girl and she had it all shaved and he's like nope come back when it's grown in and then he's like then he he like kind of turned to us and said you know you just want to push push in the bush this is sorry this is your uber driver my lyft driver yeah or your lyft driver that is gross. I know. <laughs> so now I, I brought that up, and I'm, and I just was like, and then all of a sudden, salt and pepper the, came in my the head. Only the only other situation where I would want to talk about sex less is if I ever met Steve Buscemi. Hey, what's up, fellow kids? Yeah, maybe. Do you think he would be a Lyft driver at some point? Anyways, we're trying to get to this story here, Grant. Keeping on this topic of Star Wars. Boba Fett, the Star- movie Boba Fett, Star War. is going. It's a Star War movie. You know that Star Wars. There's this this push to have like solo films of like every minor and major character that you can possibly think about. So they're of course making a Boba Fett movie because that's apparently what we do nowadays. However, this slightly piques my interest because apparently they have tapped James Mangold to become the writer director of this movie. Who, if you don't uh, recognize that name, was the writer and director of Logan. I believe was on your top ten list, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken. I think so, it was. And what, I think it was on both of ours, actually. I, I wasn't very excited about it, but then when they said James Mangold, I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm kind of into it now. You're, Logan or Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Yeah, I know. Me too. Um, I have yet to see Solo, that it's being released as we speak tonight. Uh, however... I'll see it next I, week I'm, or something. I'm, yeah, I'm going to see it sometime because, of course, I'm part of the problem that I always rail against. Why do they make these dumb movies that no one want, that no one should go and see? Of course, I'll be there. Here's my ticket. Yes, I will pay my $18. So I'm part of the problem. I, I recognize that. I just I don't have – I don't think it's going to be good. Solo, I mean. Boba Fett, though, if, if James Mangold has the same type of – ideas and has the same sort of influence as he did with logan then i'm i'm kind of down with it i think or he'll be fired by kathleen kennedy or yeah it'll it'll be <laughs> he'll be fired three quarters of the way in uh and then opie can come in and finish it off spielberg <laughs> spielberg will never direct a star wars film is that official kills me. i really wish he what's that is that official no but i think he has been given the options here multiple times and he's always turned them down. As far as I remember, he was offered like way back, like in the eighties, like he could have done either episode, what would have that been five or six? And he said, no, I think he was offered episode, a new hope. And I think, I think the story was, he just turned to Lucas and said, you should do it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the story was, but I could be wrong. I, well, maybe. Because that would have been after Jaws, so maybe he had that a much clout at the time. Yeah. I don't Who know. Knows? Who knows? Anyway, so this is a story that's going nowhere, apparently. But let's jump into our next story here. Grant, uh, this is something that's making me 
irrationally angry. And it's also going to be another story that you probably do not care about. But this is getting me so, so mad. Oh, I, I saw you do something about it. Did you tweet about it? Oh, I tweeted. I tweeted about it. I tweet about everything nowadays. It's that's how I get my anger out. It's my live journal that you can go and see. Yeah, I couldn't remember okay. if you made a video about it or if you tweeted about it. I'm like, oh, I can't remember. Well, it's, all it's a pretty together. good bet. Either one would be true at this point in my life. Grant, as you know, I've complained about it on Instagram. I've complained about it on Twitter. I've complained about it on Facebook. All of these sites decided at some point in their careers that what they really needed to do to really serve their customer base in the best possible way was that instead of going, when you go to these websites, to see things chronologically, how they were being posted onto the site so that I could see the newest things at the top and the oldest things at the bottom, what they instead decided to do is just be completely random about things so that now when I go into Instagram, I can see a post that was from two minutes ago and then from three weeks ago and then from yesterday. And then of course there's like three advertisements and then we're back to two days ago and then maybe something from a few minutes ago and it's all stupid. I went so far as to buy a Twitter app. I bought Tweetbot for five Canadian dollars just so I could have something in chronological order when I went to Twitter. Facebook is a dumpster fire, so we don't have to talk about that too much. But now, my beloved, my one and only, my boo, my boon companion, YouTube, for certain creators, have pushed out a non-chronological subscription feed. And I am a rate. Am I making too much of this, or am I justified? Well, no, a chronological order makes so much more sense than all this bullshit. I don't get it. I mean, this opens up such a larger question, so we might as well jump into this right now. Uh, I'll ask a very broad question, Grant. Well, what is, time what is, is a construct. Time is a construct, just like gender. And I'm wondering to you, Grant, what your not relationship with is, but what what are your uh, thoughts and feelings about machine learning and about algorithms? Well, I, I, I think it's going to end up killing us all. <laughs> how so? How do you, how do you think those last final moments are going to go? Uh, prison rape style. Oh man. I was, uh, Oh, well, I had an over under on like a, a fiddle playing game with, with Satan, but <laughs> I guess if that's how we have to go. What is his name? J- Johnny Daniels, Sam Daniels. Uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Jack Diamond. <laughs> and Neil Daniels. And Neil Daniels, yeah, they're brothers. Um, well, no, I think it's silly. Uh, I, I don't. I want things in order. I don't want to mm. have uh, Twitter being like, "You missed this." I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know something you may have missed. Like, don't, I don't, don't send this to me. I don't, I don't care. I'm getting notifications like three of your friends liked this tweet. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, like, <laughs> stop bugging me. I don't care what they liked. Send me stuff that I'm gonna like. Uh, this is again I, why I asked the question about my, like machine learning and and AI is that this is what every company is doing, and I think the the problem from from my point of view is that. Algorithms and everything are all fine, but when you release them to like these huge corporations, there's just unforeseen things that are going to happen no matter how you do it. 
You might have the best of intentions, but it never is going to work out the way that you want it to. When it's completely machine learning and there's no human interaction with that, or at least you don't take in human interaction into that equation, then you just get stupid things like the terrible Facebook news feed, which is now trying to be overhauled and trying to be retrofitted to actually serve us a little bit better. But that's a that's a whole other kettle of fish. What I guess I'm, I'm concerned about is that YouTube seems hell-bent on, on trying so hard to serve creators and viewers and failing at it so so hard over the last few years so I'm, I'm i don't know i'm concerned about a website that i happen to really like a whole lot but is making it harder for me to like as the days well, go you, on we talk about this we talked about this several times where i have some sort of brain deficiency where i can never remember to go on my subscription feed because well, the first thing is it never it doesn't default to your subscription feed anymore, so you actually have to go and click on something. I know, and I, so on my Roku and on my phone, my like I, I cannot remember. I there is there is something wrong with my brain that I can't remember to go to my subscription feed until I've been watching YouTube for an hour, and then by that point I'm down a rabbit hole, and I don't really want to go back to my subscription feed anymore. So I completely forget every time. So so you're you're. You're also part of the problem because you, YouTube is now watching this and be like, oh, I guess people who like to watch uh, Kyle's videos, you probably don't watch mine, but I do. people who like to watch Kyle's videos also like woodworking. Well, no, because I, 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 uh, I, when I, when I go to subscriptions, I always watch your video. I get notifications. I, I have a bell for you. So if it's, mm-hmm. um, if, uh, if I'm somewhere where I can watch your video right away, like in a waiting room. But <laughs> you're there often. So uh, I normally uh, watch them right away. Uh, but the last, I think the last couple of weeks, I haven't watched one of your videos. Yeah, well, you'll weeks? get one uh, later tonight because I'm going to be posting one later tonight. Because And it's just one of those things. But also uh, when my TV was out of commission for whatever, what was that, six weeks? Yeah, something like that. So I, I barely watched any YouTube. I kind of just sat there in the darkness kind of crying. <laughs> right, right. And then. <laughs> oh, man. So um, it was. I mean, this is this is like the recurring thing. Like, and to to peel back the curtain a little bit, it's it's no secret right now that there's issues with advertisements, and you know, there was a whole ad apocalypse thing that happened here a few months ago. The biggest thing for me is that YouTube does not have a really great system to really tell it what you want to watch. You think it does because you can go to certain videos that pop up in your algorithm like made feed on the main page not your subscription list but on your main page where you can say uh don't show me this or i don't or i forget how they phrase it something like yeah don't show me this video or something but that's like for 24 hours it it can pop back in your feed again people have shown that time and time again that that's possible uh it's been known why, uh, far and wide that certain videos and certain creators have an issue with their videos not showing up in people's subscription boxes. And I think this is just going to exacerbate that problem where, yes, the people who already have like millions of subscribers, guess who's going to show up in the top of your feed all the time? Those people. And for the people who have smaller fan bases or are little YouTubers, I think this is just, again, keep pushing them out of that algorithm so that people can't even find their videos, which is just frustrating. Well, I, I, I hate that my, the recommendation page, the page that it defaults to, I'll watch one video from somebody and then it's like five of those videos. That's all you see. Come on. 
Um, I will say this. I, I made that uh, comment about going and seeing woodworking. However, what I do now a lot of times is that I just have at Media Lab uh, up on the television just a playlist of some kind that's playing uh, with the sound low. So I'm not really even watching. I'm just having the uh, videos uh, kind of on repeat. And I don't know how many times I have been like doing stuff and then it'll start to autoplay after the playlist is done. And then I look back, I'm like, oh, we're halfway through this documentary about uh, sea creatures or this guy who's building this epic treehouse. And it's a two hour documentary on YouTube that we're three quarters of the way into. Or the weirdest one, a fan made Lego movie reenactment stop motion that he that they had made and it's like whoa these are areas of youtube i did not know existed but show me more please (laughs) so maybe things are working out all right so youtube is done for and is going away um grant you need to tell me some information here about your country uh apparently mr mr president a little a little what stewie's up to yeah what is what what, uh, what stewie up to well, uh, as we know, a couple of weeks ago, um, they were trying to get the summit going for peace with uh, North Korea and South Korea. And then uh, South Korea and the U.S. did some military training together, and North Korea basically pulled out of it, which is silly because every time they do military training together, North Korea gets pissed off. So, you know, what they shouldn't have done while they're trying to get this summit going is probably postpone the military training. Yeah, maybe just maybe that was a good idea. That would have been smart. But now today, Trump's like, we're canceling it. So Kim Jong Un basically canceled it two weeks ago, and now, no, you can't quit. You're fired from Trump. Right, right. Meeting's fired. I fired the meeting. Yeah. So this puts everything in doubt. And today, Kim Jong Un apparently blew up one of his uh, nuclear testing sites. They filmed it and they gave it, you know, showed it to everybody, um, and said, "There we go. We're giving you an effort here." Right. But I mean, apparently it's... they uploaded it to YouTube, but no one could find it. But uh, well, a CNN reporter showed it on CNN. Oh. So. Oh, good, good. So it's basically like, uh, look what we're doing, and now the U.S. isn't doing their part. So here's here's the uh, part of the podcast where Grant and I try and bring up a real news story and, and know and nothing about try, it, and know nothing about international relations, and trying to have a, a conversation about it here. From from what I have understood, there is a great podcast that's really just a recording of a radio show down in the states, and it's called Left, Right, and Center. I highly recommend it because they have the host who's in the center, and then they have uh, someone from the conservative side of you, someone from the liberal side of you. But there's like no yelling at each other; they're just having this open conversation about why certain things are good or bad from their from their point of view. Uh, and even though I disagree with the person on the right a lot of time, I really like them because I it makes it challenges my thinking and sometimes I agree with them which is actually the interesting part of the podcast that's a that's a diversion well you, you've really talked am... you've talked before about how you're not strictly you're like socially liberal yeah but, but conservatively or conservatively um what do they call financially conservative yeah. I would say pretty 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 much um that being said so what they said on that podcast that I took, uh, both, everyone was in agreement, left, right, and in the middle, because it's NPR, essentially. And they said, we don't think this is actually going to happen. There's no way that either Trump or Kim Jong-un has the temperament to make a lasting peace happen. So I'm, I guess they've turned out to be correct in, in that statement. 
I think what if what if that... Kim Jong Un would have assassinated Trump with his bare hands? I mean, that would have been a great way to end the movie uh, that that we've been on here on this roller coaster ride. But I, I mean, Pence would have instantly attacked North Korea. Oh, thousand percent. This is this is the issue is that right now you have North Korea and the United States really both being run by, dare I say it, man-children, so who don't take criticism very well. Are you, ba- are you basing that be... off their hand sizes? Correct, yes. Uh, that they, they always want to be kind of seen as the the man in, in the situation. <laughs> oh. And they always uh, want to be right and, and hate to be proven wrong in any type of way. So when you have those two ter- types of personalities, there's just there's no way that they're going to come to any sort of agreement i would have had to say this though i would have loved for this to have actually happened just to see the interaction between the two because i think that would have been fascinating well um i don't know if i mentioned this last time but we were we were sitting in the 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 doctor's office waiting for my dad to get a cast put on and my brother just turns to me in the middle like with my dad sitting right there do you think donald trump is going to get the nobel peace prize Right, right. And I stared at him with like, you know, I, I'm caught off guard. I'm speechless. It's weird for me. And I'm like, why would you bring that up to me? You know exactly what my politics are. In front of my dad, you know exactly what his politics are. Right, right, right. And my, I, after stumbling around and he kept re-asking me, why don't you think it's going to happen? Why don't you think it's going to happen? And I eventually said, I think the uh, South Korean guy, Moon, is going to get it. And because North Korea and Moon are having good dialogue. Right, right. So maybe Moon's going to get it. I could see that happening. I mean, the only person I thought Trump was going to get it was Trump. Oh, and like Fox News, who hated the fact that the Nobel Peace Prize was even a thing like eight years ago, but now think it's the best thing in the world. Hypocrisy. Anyways, uh, that uh, the whole Nobel Peace Prize thing, I do have to agree to a certain extent that I think it's lost a little bit of meaning that prize specifically because it's been given to some people that I just don't understand. Well, Malala got it. They so. were given. I like her. Yeah. She's great. I don't think Obama should have gotten it either. Of course not. Honestly. He, that was just a dumb thing for, for that to happen. And who else got it? There was actually some... Like a dictator got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, was, it was probably Francisco Franco, I think is who it was that got it. Uh... I don't know. I think, you, I think it was either you, a Southeast Asia guy or a Northern South American guy. Or, yeah, South. I think it was actually a Central Southern American person, if I remember properly. Okay. So we're in the... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, come on. Wikipedia. No. No. Come, this is me. This is, Come on. Come push on. Come it. On. Okay, here. Push it. Push it. Push it real good. Push, push in the bush. Okay. So let's see. So he also, um, he also gave us this little... Uh, little pamphlet that had shirts that he made and on the front of the shirt it had like something really innocuous but then if you Mm. flip up the bottom of the shirt it's like it's like like the first the first the shirt just says suck or something and then you flip up the bottom of the shirt it's like my dick what yeah and i'm like why are you trying to sell us this stuff he he told us you guys look like partiers and then he handed us this pamphlet or this binder full of these shirts i'm like who buys this shit yeah, who who gives this? So, okay, um, we're gonna get to the actual answer here in a minute. But what other U.S. presidents have gotten the Nobel Peace Prize, Grant? Uh, the guy um, Carter. 
believe he did. Yes. Guess who else? Um. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, okay. Teddy Roosevelt, for his successful mediation to end the Russo-Japanese War, and for his interest in arbitration, having provided the Hague Arbitration Court with its very first cause. Woodrow Wilson also got it, because, of course, because he helped develop the League of Nations. And dropping bombs. That failed. And dropping bombs. Uh, uh, The only Canadian prime minister to get it was Lester P. Pearson, although he got it before he became prime minister, which is interesting. Uh, I'm going through here. Carter Carter got his after being president. Yeah. 64, Martin Luther King Jr. What did he do? Uh, What did he do? Yeah. Oh, this is who. 1973, Henry Kissinger. Oh, God. Did you hear? For the, did you hear that for the 1973 Paris Agreement intended to bring about a ceasefire in the Vietnam War and the withdrawal of the American forces? What a load of bunk! But Kissinger was like the biggest guy that wanted to go into Vietnam. Of course, yeah. But uh, did you hear that uh, that guy that was arguing with uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s granddaughter, trying no. trying to tell um, trying to tell her that he was against immigrants, and trying to explain to her what the what a dream speech was? What he really meant, he was like, he was not only was he explaining what the what her grandfather meant, he was also mansplaining. Oh, that's like the best. No, actually, your grandfather, you know, bullshit. This. So, just a quick smattering of people who have won the uh, the Peace Prize since 1988. Uh, what do you think? Dalai what do you think Lama? the eto- eto- etymology of smattering is? Oh, let's find out. One second. <laughs> I'll do that. You read the Dalai you Lama do that. stuff. So, Dalai Lama. Mikhail Gorbachev, Nelson Mandela, of course, Yasser Arafat. Uh, Hopefully not Gandhi. Hopefully not Gandhi. Hopefully not. Uh, Talk about a guy with a lot of sex problems. I don't know who some of these people are. Oh, Kofi Annan. Uh, 2002 is when Jimmy Carter got his for his decades of untiring effort to find peaceful solutions to international conflicts, to advance democracy and human rights, and to promote economic (laughs) and social development. Plus, he likes peanuts. Okay, this is great, because we don't even use smattering correctly. Oh, good. It means... Oh, Al Gore got it in 2007. That was the other American president, I guess. Of what, for an inconvenient truth? Uh, well, he shares it with some sort of group at the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change uh, for their efforts to build up and disseminate greater knowledge about man-made climate change and to lay the foundations for the measures that are needed to counteract such change. So basically, yes. Uh, Malala got it, got it in 214 along with her... F- is that her father? I think that's her father that she got it with. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. That's not her father. Kaliash... Oh, gosh. Setyarthi? I don't know who that is. She shares it, too. There was two people who got it in 2014. Anyways, we're not using smattering correctly. Okay, first of all, it's a, it looks like it's a combination of an English and Scottish word that came okay. about in the mid-16th century. It's not very good about explaining what the etymology... Uh, but um, smatter, which still survives in Scottish language, we don't use smatter that often anymore. But it means no. to talk ignorantly or pray. I just say, like... Oh, come on, Grant. What's the matter with you? <laughs> oh, what's the matter with you? Don't touch my spaghetti. That's what I say. Spygate. Spaghetti. Yeah, it's Spygate. 
Spygate, yeah. That's my favorite James Bond movie. Yeah, well, that's what Trump is calling. There was an informant uh, in his... Uh, oh, in right. His, who, who he called a his... spy, but is not actually a spy. No, exactly. Yeah. He's such a dumb person. Well, there's a quote that my dad always loves to bring up. Because he, 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 he loves Trump in the... Um, in the fact that he just thinks he's a fascinating person. He doesn't really like his politics or anything all that much, but he just thinks he's a fascinating guy and wants to learn everything about him. So apparently he was reading this magazine article about the guy. And what he loves that Trump said this one time was that he, he Trump calls himself a billionaire all the time, although he technically isn't. He has multi-millions of dollars, but he's, he's not an actual billionaire. And his quote to the reporter was, when he was confronted with this, is like, ah, millionaire, billionaire, really, what's the difference? Most people aren't going to know the difference. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's all you need to know about Donald Trump right there. What's the difference? Shit. He just says shit. Who cares? Yep. Well, he's basically saying most people are stupid. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess we've been proven right. <laughs> well, that, that's also just what he thinks. Which is why he ran for president. He was pretty certain he would just win uh, because most people are stupid. And that's why he just says whatever. Horrible. It's going to stick somewhere. Just keep in the news. Keep churning. Keep just throwing crap at the wall and we'll keep talking about it. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, like, I that, wish like I could... that Tim Hortons lady. The what? Don't you what remember she shat on the floor and then threw it at the Tim Hortons oh, employee? Oh, and threw it at people. Don't bring that up. That's so gross. I don't want to talk about shit. Ugh. Okay. I hope they uh, I Grant, hope they threw away those donuts afterwards. Brings a brings a new uh definition to donut hole, am I right? Oh. Chocolate glaze. Ugh. Okay. Um Morgan Freeman. We have to talk about some Morgan Freeman. Jeez, these here. donuts and are I, pretty nutty. And I wish that we could be talking about the fact that his voice is gonna be used for the Sky Train in Vancouver Maybe. for the next few months. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. How are they going to react to this? Uh, and that's what I wish I could be talking about. Apparently, though, this is the latest in the Me Too movement. I'm reading here from, well, this is not a great website, but WTOP.com, apparently. It says here, Oscar-winning actor Morgan Friedman. Oh, my gosh. Friedman is what I just said. I put an extra G in there somehow. An extra G? Oscar... Is there already a G in there? No, well, in his first name, I guess. Uh, Oscar-winning actor Morgan Freeman apologized on Thursday to anyone who may have felt uncomfortable or disrespected by his behavior after CNN reported that multiple women have accused the A-list actor of sexual harassment and inappropriate behavior on movie sets and in other professional settings. Is he an A-list actor? Technically? I don't, I, know. I, I don't know. I think he was at some point. But I, I've, um, I've heard some of it was just he would ogle people, like well, a creepy grandfather. Let's see what the actual uh, people say. So several, let's say no. Uh, the CNN report includes the account of a production assistant on the 2017 heist film Going in Style, who detailed an incident in which the actor repeatedly tried to lift up her skirt and asked if she was wearing underwear. She alleged that Friedman subjected her to unwanted touching and comments on a near-daily basis on the film. Several women alleged that he made frequent comments about their bodies or would stare at them in ways that made them feel uncomfortable. CNN spoke to 16 people about Freeman. Eight said that they had experienced harassment or inappropriate behavior, and eight said they had witnessed such conduct. Seven of them described harassment or inappropriate behavior at Revelations Entertainment, a company he co-founded with Lori McCreary. Great! So, 
I mean, okay, I, I want to say something here, and I, I really don't want to be misconstrued, which is, I am, <laughs> I, this is going to sound like I'm making a caveat and with like, are you gonna but... Are you going to get Jason Bateman here? No, I don't want to get Jason Bateman. We should bring that up here too. Um, yeah, I be, agree with be, the women. Because he, I know a whole is... lot about the Jason Bateman thing. I know nothing. I just know okay. that he was apologizing today for something. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it. I agree. I, I agree with the women. Should should uh, he have done this? Absolutely not. Is if he's going around and like leering at them and like lifting up their skirts and like being just a, a an all around dick? Like no. And he should be held accountable and he should be, uh, you know, made to uh, face his crimes that that he's done. Uh, the the however I'm throwing onto this is that I do think that we need to be very very clear on the difference between being a creep and also like sexual assault. Yeah. Being skeezy and being Harvey Weinstein. Right. I, I, cause I think there's a huge, huge difference on there. Still not really uh, something I want to be a part of. And I would hope that people would be able to speak up as we go forward, as more of these stories are revealed, but I'm going to say not necessarily that lifting up the skirt, that's a little going overboard, but the like, that's a little. That's a little them. going in style. It's it's not, uh, but like the staring at them or 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 commenting and stuff, like appropriate, absolutely not. Being creepy, yes, absolutely. But is that sexual assault? I don't know. I don't think I don't think it is. And I want to make sure that there's a very clear distinction between those two. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I, I'm just bringing that up just for the s- simple fact that it, it does feel in some ways that the pendulum is swinging almost too far for me where it seems like um even saying something like oh you look really pretty today could be uh, construed as being like oh whoa you're like trying to get into my pants or into my skirt as 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 the case may be when when there's a difference between like constantly hitting on you after you've said no and being essentially what they call a dirty old man. Well, I know my friend uh, in college, he went through a little phase for a couple months where he tried to compliment people that he didn't know. Right. So he would, he would walk up to somebody and be like, I really like your sweater. It looks great. You know, he didn't know that didn't know her, but he was giving her a compliment and he thought that it was making their day better. Yes. Okay. So, so that kind of feeds into the, you you know, you look pretty today. You look nice today type stuff. But I I mean, I'm not saying that this is what this report is claiming is happening here, but. But, um, but I mean, I thought you were going to end with a stinger and like he got slapped or bear sprayed or something. No, most people just said thank you. But I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's most, weird to walk most up. Most rational to... people are going to say thank you. But you shouldn't that, walk up to regard. a stranger and say you look pretty. But saying you have a nice sweater—that's a whole different other thing. Unless well, they're like I nice mean, it sweater. Depends on the context nice too. I mean, if you are if you're at a club or something, like you're going there for a specific reason, yes, to dance and be with friends. But there's kind of an underlying um, purpose of going out. On a Friday, Saturday night, it's like, hey, I might meet somebody at the bar. So, I know. Well, it was great. It's I, context. I think I've told this story a million times. I don't know if I've told it on here, but I was at a club one time, and because I'm a huge club guy, right? I, I just love. Yeah, you go in there all the time. You're going to those hear those club bangers. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm Macaulay Culkin and Seth Green and Party Monster. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I was I was going off to the bar, or I was going into the other room. I couldn't remember. Well, I can't remember. And then I came up and we, this girl was coming towards me and I just moved out of her way and I said, excuse me. And then she looked me right in the eyes and goes, no, as if I was going like, hey, you're hot. Oh. And I'm like, 
And she's just like, no. Because she like looked me up and down and right in the eyes and just said no. Because she, I don't think she heard me say excuse me. I think she just heard me say something to her. Mm-hmm. That's that's the world that we live in sometimes. Also in a college town, and also she looked like a bitch. Oh no. I don't know if she looked like a bitch. I really can't remember what she looked like. Right, right, right. Okay, I'm going. Uh, okay, so this is essentially the Jason Bateman story. Okay. Um. Let me just actually get the original one up here. One second here. Well, it's all I... it's all about the Jeffrey Tambor situation. I know that much. Yeah, I mean, okay, so here, um, here is the long and short of it. Arsenal of My Mind is having his fifth season come out, and the somewhat elephant in the room here is that Jeffrey Tambor, of course, is coming back even after he was fired from Transparent because of not acceptable behavior. This is not. <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It was like unacceptable behavior that was happening there. Uh, but they were having this interview uh, at like some like New York Times, um, I know press conference sort of thing, and uh, Jessica Walters, that's her name, right? Yes, Jessica, Jessica Walters. She's a great um, actress, incredible. Wal- yeah, Jessica Walter. Sorry to bring up the fact that you know he's yelled at her and that. Um, she did find it sometimes difficult to work with him. And essentially Jason Bateman did the well actually thing <laughs> to her while she was sitting right there. Okay, now it's starting to come back to me. Well, yeah. I think Jason said he I wish up, I could find the exact quote, but I of course Jason brought find up it like we're all, we're all family and sometimes family has fights, but we all love each other type thing. Right. So But Jessica um, was crying. But I don't think she said it was anything sexual. I think that no, Jeffrey Tambor no, was think... just difficult. And would right. yell. And there, okay, now I want to be fair. I've done my fair share of acting, and there have been a couple times where I got really frustrated, and it's more so with myself. Right. And I would lash out sometimes, and I would yell. Uh, yeah. And then I would quickly regain myself and apologize really quickly. So here's, here's him getting into this hot water some more. So he issued out some tweets. S'mores? Here's, here's, a, here's a series of tweets. Do you like s'mores? I do like s'mores. I don't like s'mores. I don't like uh, I don't like uh, uh, marshmallows. And you know what's funny? Oh, I directed a play weird. that I put myself in, and I made one of the quirks of my you character. Narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> quirks, not quirks. I'm not. I'm not talking about what is made up of what makes up atoms. I'm talking of right. or or the uh, the character with big ears on Deep Space Nine. No. Well, whichever. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about quirks. And one of the quirks I gave my character was that he constantly eats marshmallows. And, oh, and so I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going through a bag of marshmallows a night, and I was getting oh, so boy. sick. Well, that's 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 your fault. So sorry. Here's his series. Well, of Well, it took place in hell, so I figured like he would want to roast marshmallows. <laughs> We're never gonna get to these series of tweets. Um, here's what Jason Bateman. Well, you wrote. know that's what that's my mo, right? I know. Just Spe- derail the conversation. Speaking of mos, if you're gonna go on a serial killer spree. Uh-huh. You gotta change your mo every time. You don't want them to link the murders because then eventually they'll link those murders to you. Um, Grant, as far as I can tell, no police officer talks to another police officer, and that's why no cr- criminals ever get arrested. Well, that that was the that's big basically problem. what I've learned from the criminal justice system that's, that's, <laughs> over the last. That's what like, happened with the Zodiac years. man. I know, and that's what happened. Like the the uh, whatever the Golden the, uh, State Killer. Golden State Killer yeah. only got caught because of fluke, by the sounds of it. Okay. 
based on listening to the New York Times interview got, and hearing got, people's got, thoughts online, I realized that I was wrong. Oh my God, Grant, you come got on. Because of fish, a fluke. Yes. <laughs> so Jason Bateman. Bateman's Jason. This is what Jason Bateman wrote. Okay, I'm done. Based on listening to the New York Times interview and hearing people's thoughts online, I realized that I was wrong here. I sound like I'm condoning yelling at work. I do not. It sounds like I'm excusing Jeffrey. I do not. It sounds like I'm insensitive to Jessica. I am not. In fact, I'm, next tweet, horrified that I wasn't more aware of how this incident affected her. I was so eager to let Jeffrey know that he was supported in his attempt to learn, grow, and apologize that I completely underestimated the feelings of the victim, another person I deeply love, and she was, next tweet, sitting right there. I am incredibly embarrassed and deeply sorry to have done that to Jessica. This is a big learning moment for me. I shouldn't have tried so hard to mansplain or fix a fight or make everything okay. I should have focused more on what the most important next tweet part of it all is there's never any excuse for abuse in any form uh, from any gender and the victim's voice needs to be heard and respected period i didn't say that and instead said a bunch of other stuff and not very well i deeply and sincerely apologize i i gotta so i, I mean gotta he tell seems you, to my, be my favorite thing is yeah. when you start to get frustrated with me and i can hear it in your voice yes <laughs> I, I, I you have no idea how much joy i get out of that I am down to clown, Grant. I, I like to, uh, our free and loose style. But when I try and read something and you talk over top of me, oh boy, does that annoy me. Okay, so back to back to Jason. Yeah. Oh, well, I... Anyway, I mean, he seems to be legitimately uh, sorrowful here. I don't know if this is only based because he could see that there was, like, uh, bad press being written about him and he's just trying to counteract that or... I don't know. He's acting, so he's trying to be sympathetic. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to take him at his word at this point. He did a stupid thing. He did like a well actually in in the front of someone who was airing legitimate concerns and he's trying to make that right. So I'm going to I'm going to assume that he's trying to make things okay. Well, I've never heard anything uh, bad about Jason Bateman, really. I've heard only good things. Me neither, but not that I really work in the industry either. But I I I think uh, imagine if your mom and dad are fighting and you're trying yeah. to bring peace to that. Right. Sometimes you set your I think he was taking two people that are in his family and he was trying to bring peace and he wasn't and he was trying to acknowledge everybody's feelings, but he just went about it the wrong way. This is basically what my life was like from age 9 to 17. Your parents fought a lot? Oh, all the time, yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah. <laughs> They're still together though. 40 years strong. That's because of the money situation, right? Most likely, yeah. 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 Uh, hey, anyways, hey, I'm still excited your, for... Speaking of your family, how's your nephew yeah. with his jaw going on? Is it back to normal? Oh, oh, back to normal, yeah. That was actually a year ago that that happened. I know, but can I, believe it. I think about it a lot. I'm like, oh, man, that had to, that had to be horrible. So I was yeah, worried he that he still had... wants to. he still wants to go out and pet horses all okay, the time. Good. Like, he's not afraid. He's running around. Good. He's a terror. My niece was just born a month ago, and I get to go and meet her tomorrow. Oh, congratulations, man. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, good. She actually has a, a real name, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> Bobberton? Yes, that's right. If you don't know, my nephew is named Wilder. That's what his real God-given name is. And my, my niece is going to be called Hannah. Oh, I like Hannah. Which is, which is great because it's a palindrome, and I love palindromes a lot. Fun fact, uh, I've, I've never had sex with a Hannah, so that's a good name to name somebody because I'll never have sex with them. Oh, okay. Yep. 
that's weird bringing that up in the context of our conversation. <laughs> um, my weird fact is that I've never had sex with a man- person named Palindrome. I, Palindrome, I. And by the way, that sentence was a palindrome. Uh, it wasn't. So lastly, here, Grant, let's talk about this. The Avengers 4 plot was revealed. Did you see my air quotes I was doing? Well, I see it on the notes that you plot. wrote. Plot. <laughs> I... Let me read this official plot, plot. T- to you. Okay, here is the official plot that it was uh, revealed. Uh, a culmination of 22 interconnected films, the fourth installment of the Avengers saga will draw audiences to witness the turning point of this epic journey. Our beloved heroes will truly understand how fragile this reality is and the sacrifices that must be made to uphold it. That is the plot that was just revealed about Avengers 4. Uh, have you seen Deadpool yet? I have seen Deadpool. So yeah. people are talking about how that time time thing... Yes, yes. How that might be. They're like, I think they're, people are like, I think that Deadpool is going to give them the time thing. And I'm like, no, that's I mean, not going to happen. I don't think, I mean, that would be a bold move on Marvel's part if they brought him into the actual MCU. That's a bold proper. move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that happening. I do think they're going to be using Miss Marvel in some capacity to, yes, change time in some way, but I, I don't think. I don't think Deadpool is going to have anything to do with well, it. Well, I think I think it's going to be I think uh, Doctor Strange sent Ant Man and Hawkeye on a secret mission, and I think they went into the uh, what is it, Nanoverse or whatever, uh, Microverse, the Microverse or whatever it's called, and I think that they, it's, called, it's called the Microverse, yeah. and they use that for time travel purposes, or to go to you know. I could see that. I, they're definitely going to do some sort of thing crazy. As we discussed before, I think this is definitely going to have one or two of the main Avengers die. And I think we're going to be seeing either the advent of the new Avengers, which was a comic book series for a long time. Or they could potentially, they'd have to change some of the members. But they uh, could be setting up something called the Illuminati inside the Marvel Universe. Which was, in the comics, if I remember properly, was Iron Man... Uh, Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, Doctor Strange, Mr. Fantastic, and Black Bolt, and they all had they, were, they all had an Infinity Stone, right? Uh, and but they were essentially pulling the strings behind the scenes uh, and trying to make things all work. So I don't think it's going to be that group. Well, it, it would be interesting if that's how Iron Man doesn't die but retires, and yeah, and, and just like, takes you know, over the, the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, either way, I do think that they're setting up. The uh, Doctor Strange kind of being the leader of the new Avengers, whatever form that actually takes. That's what it feels like to me. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to it. I still liked the last Avengers movie a lot. I need to go and see it a second time, I think. I've seen it twice and already, yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to all the new superheroes. So you know the, that... the second time I watched the Infinity War? Uh-huh. I walked out uh, with like five minutes to go. I'm like, I can't watch this again. Did you leave in a half? This is bullshit. Well, no, I just, hate it. I just didn't. I just didn't want to watch everybody die again. Yeah, it's hard. Um, especially my Peter boy. Love me, my Peter. Well, that was that was crazy because uh, somebody did predict that that really touching moment in the trailer where Iron Man looks completely defeated. Right. Somebody yeah. said, "I think that's Spider Man that dies," and everybody's like, "You're the stupidest person." 
you should go kill yourself. You suck Whoa. at everything. And then this guy turns out to be 100% right. And did anyone apologize? Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, oh, I guess I guess you shouldn't kill yourself. I was on the Pepper Potts know. train. I thought it was going to be Pepper Potts. No one cares about Pepper Potts. Well, I mean, I thought Pepper Potts was going to die really early in the movie. I thought that part sure. of the trailer was like the first five minutes of the movie, you know, but, you know, I wasn't even remotely close. I have to say, I'm probably the only person who does like Pepper Potts, so there you go. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, let's wrap this up, Grant. Um, a few different things. Number one, did we discover whatever this is this week? Well, I think I'm going to remember what Voring is this time. You you say that, and I am going to make a bold prediction and say that every episode you're still going to talk over top of me. So <laughs> only, uh, only when I'm I hyper. have to live with it. I had a, I had a nap. Uh, Kyle woke me up from my nap, sending me a DM on on Twitter. But I was very well, I slid lightly... into those DMs. <laughs> I was very lightly sleeping because you know when you know you have to do something, but you really need to get a nap in. Oh yeah. So you just you're lightly sleeping. So I, right? you're aggressively napping. So I yeah, actively napping. I think is a good way to put it. Um, so I was still listening. It's it's like that napping where if somebody comes into the room and says something to you, and you wake up twenty minutes later, you're like, oh, I remember what somebody said to me when I was asleep. Mm-hmm. Those are really weird experiences. I was with my friend up in L.A. this weekend, and uh, somebody in the hallway yelled, "Brendan." That's his name, Brendan. And he, he woke up, he woke up a couple hours later and I'm like, because when, 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 it, when the person yelled, he was like, what? But he was still asleep. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was great. I thought it was hilarious. So I started laughing and I told him when he, when he woke up officially, I'm like, do you remember yelling in your sleep? What? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, somebody yelled Brendan. He's like, oh yeah, I heard that. That actually happened. I'm like, yeah, that actually happened. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I was two different I, things I was as, saying, we, hey, as we wrap up. Hang on, I want to tell you one more thing. Okay. I stayed at Hollywood and Highland at a Motel 6, and it was only 100 and change a night. What, how much change? Like 10 bucks, 110. Wait a minute, sorry. So you know where Hollywood okay, and Highland I, is, right? Well, no, I don't. But I, I thought you just, when you said 100 and change, you were like $100 and some change. No, like 110 bucks a night. So split between two people. Hollywood and Highlands like the major crossroads of of LA. Oh, so you're saying this is like a good deal? Oh, because yeah, it's based man. on where you were. Okay. So right, we walked to uh, Upper Eight Citizen Brigade. Oh, cool. Uh, and the, this lady who's really funny did this crazy like performance. It wasn't really like stand up because we were seeing a stand up show. She did this crazy thing with a where she was talking to a dolphin, and then she had me come on stage and be the dolphin. Oh, awesome. Yep. She's really cute, too. But she was dressed in drag with a mullet. So she she wasn't like... So you're fetish. Yeah. And then she rode me off stage. Oh. It was oh, funny. Oh, like a dolphin. Yeah, it was okay. funny because she, she comes up... She's behind me, right? She's on a yeah. chair ready to jump on my back. And then she just quickly leans in uh, on my upstage, upstage yeah. ear and goes, Is this okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Because she wanted to make sure like I wouldn't collapse... Because I have a bad back or something. And I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Oh, right, right. But, I think it was just consent. But she, she, she was concerned about it. <laughs> well, yeah, she wanted to make sure she could touch me. Yeah, yeah. But it was she's she won the Best Newcomer uh, Comedy Award at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Oh, nice. Which is her great. name was Tina Fey. <laughs> her name is Natalie Paladimus, I think her name is. She, she plays, created the Gilmore Girls. She plays uh, Buttercup on the new uh, Powerpuff Girls. 
I don't know what that is. You don't know what Powerpuff uh, Girls are? No, I'm, I just don't know what the new Powerpuff Girls are. Okay, Grant, some credits here. All the music you heard in our episode this week was made by Tyler Forrest Hauser. You can find his links down in the uh, show notes Doobly of do. this episode. In the doobly-doo. No one uses that anymore. Uh, you can get in contact with us in so many different ways. You can send us emails, questions, concerns, comments over at whateverpod at gmail.com. You can also follow gotten... us at whateverpod on Facebook and on Twitter. We haven't My a lot personal of Twitter lately. is the. Questions. Yeah, send us some questions. My personal Twitter is the Kyle Marshall. That's Marshall with two L's. Grant, what's your Twitter? I like that. The Kyle Marshall. Is that what you say when you're finishing at the end of a sexual encounter? Well, mostly that's just masturbation, and yes. <laughs> the, Kyle Mar- the Kyle Marshall! Oh. Hashtag not satisfied. <laughs> oh, my and God. Apparently, I, apparently, apparently when I do hashtags, I sound like doopy dog. <laughs> doopy dog. Going down, sir. Yeah. Who's the, who's the, who's go. the donkey in Winnie the Pooh? Uh, Eeyore. Eeyore. Yeah, or Eeyore. Droopy dog or Eeyore. I, I think they're cousins. Adopted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Fegimans, twitter.com slash Fegimans, F E J I M A N Z, or Z, depending upon what country you're in. So, did I tell you the story about tomatoes last week? I don't think so. So, I was in, I was in the grocery store, right? And I'm, I'm searching for uh, onions. And for some reason, when I'm in the uh, produce section, I forget where everything is. It's like I'm coming into the produce section for the first time in my entire life, every yeah, single yeah, yeah. time, because I'm stupid. And so Just turning and turning and twirling and spinning. Where am I? It's I'm fresh food. I'm Ugh. horrible at this. And so I, uh, I'm, I'm stopped in front of the tomato section and I'm just sitting there for a second trying to get my bearings. And then this little girl yells, I don't want candy. I don't want candy. I want tomatoes. I want tomatoes. And I'm like, Oh, what is going on here? And then she walks over to me and she looks at me and she points at the tomatoes that are, um, Roma tomatoes and she's like are these tomatoes and I'm like those are tomatoes yeah and then I walk around the whole thing with her and I point at the cherry tomatoes I'm like those are tomatoes too and the big tomatoes I'm like those are tomatoes too and the tomatoes on the vine I'm like those are also tomatoes and she just looked at me (laughs) and me and said thanks and I'm like this is the best experience of my life I was almost like I want kids for like half a second second. and then you realize no no I don't Uh, so did you get like bear sprayed or what? Yeah, every time. Okay. If I go a day without getting bear sprayed, then, oh no, I just had a horrible thought. Oh, what's that? Bear spray is what you get in the Castro district in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Good night, folks. Na 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 na. What?